recording? We can yeah, have I started recording. Oh, that's okay. great. I'll just take back. We're back. Off the We're back. Oh, great. So oh, excited great. to be here. It's March 4th, and this is for February. <laughs> Listen, it's Danielle's fault. It is my fault. I was it's all Danielle's so fault. busy last month. Oh, my God. Yep. It was dumb. And she was like, I don't want to record the podcast at all. That's just what she said. I, yeah, I did. Honestly, I was like, yeah, we I'm could so probably surprised. skip a month if you wanted. <laughs> I really did I, say that to you. You really did. I wasn't going there, but damn. Yeah, no, I did actually say that. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know how the life of Morgan was looking. Dull. <laughs> I'm here. Can I tell you this morning? I had the most adult day today. Oh, Woke God. up. 830. Took a shot. Well, not took a shower. Went worked out, and then we came back, and our water. They had to turn our water off because there's a leaking pipe, so we oh, didn't lovely. have water after we worked out. So we went and shoveled because our apartment didn't shovel very well. So we shoveled, oh, boy. cleared off for cars. Then we came back inside, did our taxes. Finish our time. Wow. Yeah, we did so many adult things. Then after that, we went to the new library, got library card, and then we got Taco Bell. And then? And then I shat my pants. I didn't mean that. I meant you taking a nap. (laughs) Oh, I took a 10. I took a five minute nap. (laughs) Wow. I literally just read, made breakfast. Played video games. Nice. I did have video games in between because my taxes took 20 minutes. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have much to file, so. That's true. It's 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 an easy life when you're a hermit and you don't do shite. Oh, my God. I was, how sorry. <laughs> Morgan is also tired. I was up last night gaming until like midnight. And I forced myself to get off because I didn't want to be on gaming until two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. What were you guys playing? Then, DVD, right? I saw you guys playing DVD. We, we were playing DVD for a while and then we were playing Fortnite. And then I was like, I need to go to bed. Because people <laughs> that I was playing with will stay up until like three o'clock in the morning playing. So I was like, I need to get off now. <laughs> Those are the to. best kinds of nights, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And you know we are having like a really good time when you look at the clock and you're like, oh boy, I gotta go I, to bed. Yes, we were having the time of our lives last night. Like we were just fucking around. And honestly, it was so much fun. Those were the best times. I love that. <laughs> but I can't do that tonight. I can't. But you're gonna. I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Struggle is real. Can we talk about how big of a nerd Morgan is? Morgan, how is how long have you had Hogwarts Legacy? Listen, uh, you don't need to be disrespectful to me. I bought it. I got the pre-order, so what? Whatever. So it's been two weeks, three weeks. Hold on. No, it's been a month almost. No. I okay, so I didn't start playing it until the ninth of February. Oh yeah, so it's been a month. It's been about a month. However, I beat it like last week, so I beat it in two weeks. <laughs> I have high respect for that. Respect. What I I listen two things. 
I only beat the like story quest. I didn't oh, you beat haven't the entire done like side, side quest. I've done the side stuff, but like I'm not done with it. Yeah. There's yeah. so much side stuff that I still haven't done yet. The the story I beat. Got it. Everything got it, got it. I'm still playing it. Um Nolan beat it twice. Yeah, that guy's a twice? Twice. <laughs> yes. He beat it twice. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting so far. And he was like, wow, get better. I already beat it and I'm halfway through my second run. He's such a fuck. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay, just be happy for me for once. But yes, I beat it. And I was talking to Lauren today, actually. And she's like, I just keep doing side quests. So I don't think I'm very far in the main quest. Yeah, I think I'm like maybe 15% on the main quest because I get distracted. I run around, I'm like, ooh, look at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. I don't like that. <laughs> That needs to be a clip. Oh, well, don't worry. Just so you can, like, you need to just zoom in. Yeah, slowly. just that, like, it's, like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Holy. Anyway. But I feel like Hogwarts Legacy also affected my reading month. Like, uh, it came out and I was, like, fuck reading. Yeah. I mean, if I, like, if we weren't moving and we're, like, yeah, going true. on vacation, I would be spending. Thank you, Mike. I'd be spending way too much time playing that game. Like, we snuck in the the most amount of time we could play with in that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I will be playing it tonight. So Interesting. Yeah. I also want to play it tonight. Eyeballs. Okay, you can't you can't say anything, though, because since you've already... Danielle, played, why would I spoil that for you? I don't know. Why would I... Have I ever spoiled anything for you? No. All right, then. Except, the for, except for... When you said what? the that the, there's a podcast what? in the second. Um, oh my god! I didn't knowingly spoil that. <laughs> it's not even a spoiler. It's just really funny to bring it up. You want to know what's funny? I have to talk about one of those books today. Do you? <laughs> oh yeah, you have to talk about the fourth well prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh but yeah. Well, I will not say anything. I'm going to be doing side quests, so you're not going to see any spoilers. And I will not say anything if you want to hang out and play it together. Okay. Okay, thanks. Anyway. This is a, just, everybody just got a full look into our actual like actually what our friendship is really like. Um so also I haven't seen Danielle in a month. Yeah, literally. it's because I've been moving. Listen, we've been moving and then we had to go well, we didn't have to go. I mean we went on vacation. You had to go to the beach. <laughs> I just had, I had to, to go to Florida. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we went we went to Florida for a week and it was glorious. But this is like the first time I'm like talking, yeah, like talking to chatting. Danielle. Other than the other day in the par- in like the parking lot for. A oh my god, this asshole! I come out of my freaking office. Morgan's honking her horn like a fucking heathen. Yep, just laying on the horn. <laughs> and then she leaves and does it again, and I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> yep. Did you hear me say uh, that? Oh no, I didn't hear you say that. <laughs> I just thought you turned back, so I assumed that you were talking shit. But yeah, you're funny. You're shit talker. You're funny. You're funny lady. What are we doing here? I don't know. What episode is this? Is this episode two? This is two. <gasps> oh my god. Season two, episode two. Well, and we came prepared for you guys today. We're always prepared. You know what? So prepared. Whatever. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. This is the, my motto right now. For, fuck it? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it and shit your pants. Fuck it and shit your pants. <laughs> That's your motto. That's t-shirt. <laughs> Yes, it literally is. Uh, you do, about... do you know what Bofa is? I'm not answering you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself.
That's what it is. Gonna set me up for that. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Tell me what, if you know what Bofa is. Confidence. Anyway. Did you just learn that? <laughs> no. Do you want to hear a really funny story? You're going to tell me anyway. So. so we're coming out of the Walmart parking lot in Florida. And it was me, Mike's mom, Mike's dad, and Mike, and Annie. Was Annie with us? Uh, yeah. And Annie. And Mrs. Campbell's like, what's going on over there at over at the cr- in the parking lot over there? And Mike goes, it's Bofa. And she just ignored him. And he kept going, it's Bofa. And then her mom, is crank- his mom was hangry. And she goes, what's Bofa? <laughs> It goes both of these nuts. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it was really funny. Poor Mike's mom. <laughs> She's so sweet because then she like literally started dying laughing. At uh, least she took it well and she didn't beat the shit out of it. <laughs> she died. <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, uh, it was so good. So so good. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, I was gonna say, do you want to talk about the alcohol? Because you got it this month. I did. I Get, get the show on the road. I know we've been talking for eleven minutes. All that right, too long. It was my month, and I was like, I gotta get the alcohol. And I was every alcohol. time we went to like we went to Target one day for I don't know what the heck we got, but we went in the food aisle, and I was like, I got them to see what's in the alcohol section, and I saw an angel halo came down. In the, in the frozen in the alcohol the aisle. frozen section in the target <laughs> the alcohol aisle it was like this is what you're gonna have this month and they are spiked Arnold Palmer's yes <laughs> I'm sure a lot of are. you guys have had this before but I've, I haven't and yeah I, I haven't well, had that Morgan hasn't so I was like this is an interesting and new thing and guess what it's probably gonna taste like cheek. No, I was, was going to say, guess what? I actually refrigerated it this time, so oh, mine's cold. So it's probably going to taste beautiful. Yes. I like Arnold. Like, okay, so I have a feeling that I probably won't, like, fully enjoy this right now because Arnold Palmer's are summery for me. I just like them in the summer. Turn They're... up your heat and think it's the summertime, you know? Oh, okay. Oh, baby. Oh, God. Does this smell like ass? Smells like an Arnold Palmer. Oh, I almost just licked that, but that would have given me the taste. All right. Cheers. Cheers, Morgan. Bad. It's not bad. It just tastes like an Arnold Palmer. It does. It really does. I'm really surprised that I, it's not very alcoholy. Also, the can is very like much colder than the contents of it, so it's like. Not mm-hmm. that cold on the inside, but the can is freezing. That's pretty good. I would drink that again. But, like, this is perfect for freaking golfing. Excuse me. Golfing, yeah, obviously. for Golfing. You're outside. Literally chilling. right on the yeah. fucking label there. Mr. Arnie. It's actually really funny because the Arnold Palmer Invitationals this weekend. Is it really? Yep. You did this on purpose. No, I didn't. I didn't even you know. Golfer. Was, I didn't even know it was going to be um, this weekend. Mike turned it on this morning and it, it's in Orlando, Florida. Wow. Yep. I like this it. is 5% alcohol. Where's the 5%? Where the fuck is the like? Oh, it's probably on the box. 
how much, oh, how much... Like, calories and stuff, which I don't really care to know, but sometimes we say it. I'm like, literally, where is it? Can't find out. Not even on here. Pretty tasty. It tastes like an Earl Palmer. Yeah, it just tastes like... Honestly, Josh explained it to me yesterday. He was like, it tastes like an Arnold Palmer with vodka in it. And that's literally what it tastes like. Yeah, that's yeah, that's spot on description yeah. right there. Like you could probably make it yourself. Yeah, buy like, Arnold Palmer's and throw some vodka in it. Vodka in it and that's yeah. it. It the, doesn't, it's like average, I think. It's not out of this world uh, yeah, amazing. But. It's not like, holy shit, this is real good. Yeah. But it's not like, I'm never going to drink this again. It tastes, it tastes like a wet sock. Tastes like a what? A wet sock. Oh, a wet sock. I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, so it came in a pack of eight. Oh, okay. It was $6. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. So, and these are kind no. of like tall, skinny cans. Yeah, these are the little. Yeah. That's so. the size of my hand. Yeah, it's pretty. They're pretty good. I like the I size would... of a Red Bull. Maybe yeah. a little bit taller. They are the size of a Red Bull. Um, out of 10, what would you give it? six a six i was gonna go seven yeah i like it and it, it tastes fine it just doesn't like blow my socks off same same that's what same. it is it's like, like i would ground. i would drink it yeah i'm still gonna drink it same i'm gonna put it in the fridge though and drink it later mm, you don't want to get hammed right now no drunk hogwarts would be so funny you could stream it later i don't hammered stream. i don't stream i don't stream um whatever ayo dog mike's making rice hey <laughs> sorry we have to have <laughs> special oh no do you want to try this what's going on i don't know more gotta text oh my message. god <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that is very unrelated you don't like it you don't like it it just tastes like a normal homer I'll drink it. It tastes like twisted tea, which I don't like. Oh, Ooh, that's a yeah. good description. Yeah, it does taste. It like does taste tea. very similar to that. That was uh, that was Mike for you. <laughs> in and out, in and out. Yeah. All right. Uh, sorry, I was laughing because um, my cousin is with my grandma right now, and long story short, my grandma um has hearing aids, and so oh, no. <laughs> We always, when she would have her like hearing aids out and she was like drinking water, we would always like make the noises just to be like, as she's drinking and like same for eating. Like if she went to go take a bite, we'd be like, but she couldn't hear us. So she sent, she was with him and she's like eating an ice cream cone and he's making the sounds right next to her as she's doing it, but she can hear him and she's like spitting it out. Anyway. So sorry. That yeah, was totally really funny. Fine. That's funny. It does. Back to what Mike said. That's exactly what this tastes like. Yeah. If you don't like twisted tea, you're not going to like those. But yes. Not a bad pick. Thank you. Average at best. Average at best. You know what? I feel like that's better than the shit that I've made you try. All the sock water. I don't know. <laughs> nah, nah. You've had good picks. The apple pie. Wine that was, was you. Really good. No, we did it together. Didn't we go to the store together? Oh, we got out together and then just one of us bought it. Yeah, that was collab. Collab, collab. Collab. What did you read this month? We diving right in? Yeah, diving in. Okay. Excuse me. 
<laughs> I read one, two, three, four. I read six books this month. Um, Sick. Yeah. So I read Killjoy by Holly Jackson, which is the prequel to the Good Girl's Guide to Murder series. And I absolutely loved it. It was a novella. I finished it in like two hours. It was just such a fun, fun read because it's basically like a, um, what did she describe it as? It's like a dinner party. Ooh. Um, a murder mystery party. That's what oh. it is. And it's all of the people that you're introduced to already, like all of her friends. Yeah, yeah. But it's taking place before the first book. Oh. So like there's some little creepy things that are in there that are like hinting at the first book which is really cool to read again and then there's even characters that we don't meet until like the second or third book that just get kind of like name dropped and you're just kind of like ooh, if you've read the series you know who that is so i'm not going to say too much on it because i did get it on netgalley um and i think it just published recently just published it but i absolutely loved it it just helped me dive back into that world it was so sweet and i just love pip like, I think she's really one of my favorite YA characters. And so just getting more of her was kind of nice. Yeah. I did like um, her in the first book. I, I'm going to yes. read the whole series eventually. She's, yeah, she's just quirky and dorky and cute. Like, she's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave that a five. I don't know if I said that already. Nice. Here we go. Danielle and I are going to argue. I also got an ARC of the Angel Maker by Alex North, <laughs> and I thought that shit sucked, and I gave it a two. And Danielle will tell you how great it was when she tells her books, but we'll talk about that when Danielle gets to her books. Anyway, um, we read The Kind Worth Killing by Peter Swanson for our other like book club that we're in. I gave that a four, I think. Um, there are a couple things that I didn't really like in it, and I don't like um, the detective Kimball, who was like the one at the end, and that's who's in the next series. He's the one that was like kind of. I hate that Mike's name name is Sug Bofa on Steam. <laughs> it just popped up in my corner. It said Sug Bofa is playing PGA. <laughs> I hate oh, that. Oh my god! Wait, Swanson's um, a detective. At the end. The detective Kimball at the end who was like writing the fucking weird notes about her and is like getting his rocks off on her and saying how sexy Oh yeah, that's the next one? Well, it says, if you look at like the series, it says Henry Kimball slash Lily Kinter number one. And so the next one that just came out is Henry whatever Lily Kinter number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's probably the detective and she's, you know, yeah, not yeah, to yeah. say anything about it. But I just thought that he... I didn't like him. He creeped me out. And I don't like that he's going to be in the next book. And the ending for me, I know I read it after a lot of people did. And they said that it ended on a cliffhanger. But if you guys didn't say that, I don't think I would have put two and two together when I was reading. Because I was like, oh, okay, that whatever. Went on to the next page. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Oh. So it didn't process in my head. And I think it was because I didn't like fully grasp it. And... Yeah. Whether that was me or like you were just like writing. Yeah. I Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'll go. I'll I'll make yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> um I read The Housemaid by Frida McFadden and Ooh. I read The Housemaid's Secret 
the sequel that just came out. <laughs> um, the first one, The Housemaid, I gave five stars. That was such a good psychological thriller. Oh, I can't wait to fucking really, read that book. It was so good. And it's probably going to be one. And I don't, don't want to be this person because Bookstagram is loving it. So I'm like not trying to feed into the hype. But it was really, really good. Um, it's the first time in a long time that a thriller kept me like intrigued. And I You're didn't like, know what was going to happen next. It. Didn't you read it in like yeah. a day? Um, The Housemaid, I think, took me a couple days. But the sequel I read in a day. They're very short chapters, too. Ooh, like, like three, that. four pages. And it's like they kind of end on a cliffhanger and then they switch point of view. So you have to wait a couple chapters before you get into the next. So I did like that. Um, Um, I gave the first one a five. I have to say, I I was scrolling through book and uh, Goodreads and somebody gave the sequel a two. And I was like, ooh, yikes. I could see. I could see. Yikes. Um, The second one. I think I just I just wrote my review today. I originally was going to give it a four, but I think I decided on a 3.5 because without giving away any spoilers, because one, I know you want to read it. And two, it literally just came out. The writing style that Frida McFadden did for the first book was interesting, different, and she used the exact same writing style for the second book. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of annoying. Like the first book was cool. The second book, I was like, okay, you already did this interesting um there were a couple things let me just look at my review really quick it kept me intrigued fast paced you know short chapters same thing and i read that one in 24 hours like i started it and then the next day i was like i gotta finish it and then i finished it um i also buddy read this with so maddie maddie's reads on book instagram posted that she was reading it and was like does anybody want to buddy read it and then a whole bunch of people commented and was like yeah i'd love to buddy read it and so we created like a group she created a group on book instagram of a whole bunch of people that read it and are going to read it we're actually going to discuss it i think next week oh that's Um, so fun i love when i love when yes so we did that for this um I really think I was focused on like the writing style. I'll be honest. And I and that's what I think people are like hanging on to because it was very similar to the first book. And there was also a like sort of a cliffhanger at the f- end of the first book. Not so much a cliffhanger, but like she had a place to go from the first book into yeah. the second book. Mm-hmm. And she skipped over all of that and just went into something different on the second book. Random. Okay. And I I can't say it without spoiling. spoiling I'm not what going happens. to. Yeah. Yeah, I, you'll understand once you read like the, the first one and then get into the second one. It just touches on it a little bit, and I feel like she could have had a, an entire book based on like what she what? kind of told us at the end. Forward, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she just kind of touched on it, and that was it. And I was like, okay, whatever. Dang, maybe she'll yeah. read more. But I definitely think they were still good thrillers. I haven't read a good good thriller in a while, honestly. Yeah, that's so funny because like you see that like people love it on Instagram on and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Because like sometimes you'll read like mystery thrillers from like people who are like, this is really good. And then it's like really not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But people have been really, really loving it and you love it. So it has to be okay. There was a girl who I used to work with too, and she's getting back into reading. And you know how like when people get back into reading, they kind of all read the same books to get back into reading, yeah. like Verity, mm-hmm. Silent Patient, like yep. all the books mm-hmm. that you kind of get into. So I yeah. see them reading it. And she was like, oh, I read this book. Like you should check it out. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to. And it's on Kindle Unlimited. 
first and the second book are on Kindle Unlimited. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll read it and talk about it with you. And then I was like, well, I got to get the second one. Like, not waiting for your ass to read <laughs> the second one. And um, she also really liked it, too. I think she ended up giving it a four or a five. But very high ratings. It It was a good read. I can't, like, say anything super, like, negative about it. It just didn't blow me away the second time because it was a little repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last book that I read huh, was my emotional damage book. I read Pack Up the Moon by Christ- Kristen Higgins. Oh, and yeah. that book <laughs> ripped out my heart. That is exactly what I wanted it to do. And that's one that I've talked about wanting to read for a while. Um, I've seen it all over book Instagram that everybody's like, if you want a book that hurts you, here it is. And I was like, give me all of the books. <laughs> Sign that hurt me, me the frig up. Sign me up. <laughs> and it really did. And it's about um a girl her name is lauren and her husband's name is josh and they are newly married they're married for like three or four years and then she finds out that she has like a terminal illness and so she passes that's not like a surprise because that's in the plot or in the summary like the summary yeah yeah she passes and what she ended up doing that josh didn't know was as she was dying she was writing letters to him for him to read after she died and i'm literally getting goosebumps right now um the letters were like every single month he gets one so for the first year that she was gone so he got 12 letters from her and it was all trying to kind of help him move on yeah yes and so like for example the first one was like go to the grocery store get out of the house i've been gone for a month you need to stop grieving and go to the grocery yeah (laughs) and it it like went even to like helping him find somebody else which hurt my fucking heart so much because i'm literally picturing she's writing all these while she's still alive and can you imagine like she's looking at him and she's like i want you to find somebody else like that that hurts yeah oh yeah but i honestly think i know you don't love love books that make you cry (laughs) but there were like some like there are a lot of lovable characters in this book and i think it's kind of like the happy heartfelt like sappy shit that you actually would like (laughs) because there's like a character that he meets while doing one of the things that he's his wife tells him to do in the letter and he has a fucking mental breakdown and this guy is just like, I'm at work. Like, I don't know what to do. And somehow they end up being best friends. Like, oh. that is a character that comes. Like, you would love that piece of the story. I don't know how your heart would deal with all <laughs> the of the entirety. sad that was in this. <laughs> um, and I think also it hurt a lot, too, because the um, the husband's name was Josh. So as she's oh, reading, yeah. like, all these things. You're like, and she, like, he's going and hanging out with her family and they're like oh joshy come here and that's what josh's family calls him and i was like oh my god if i die i'm not writing fucking letters to have him move on fuck that be miserable forever it just was like not it just was a really like good story it hurt i gave it five stars yeah i I was gonna say that's a five for morgan it really is a five for me um but i just i loved it so much oh my god mariah's messaging me right now that hoe jesus every time god. every, every time. time i even told her that i was recording at four get out of <laughs> here did it on purpose <laughs> um uh man it was very good um i do I... love myself a good romance so 
Um, I wouldn't. Don't know if I would. Cons- it actually is considered a romance. I don't know if I would. It's in the romance, romance section. Yeah. I mean, I did buy it. Are you gifted it to me? How did I get it? Nah, you bought it. You went to Barnes and Noble and bought it. You're right. I bought it. I remember that day. So if you would like to try it, you can certainly try it. However, it. I was like, I that was a book I was crying in the first twenty pages. Yeah, you said you snapped. Oh. I think you literally said that in Goodreads, and I was like, "Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's me." <laughs> Just sob fest. It. I think it was. I needed a good cry though, and that was the book that I needed. And I finished it last weekend, and that was when I don't know if I told you we did like a hotel weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was at the hotel and I was just sitting in bed sobbing <laughs> and then I got up and I like walked out. You know the like meme of like mom I threw up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where you like walk in. Hold on. Hold on. You walk into your parents bedroom at two o'clock in the morning and say mom I foo up. But you're standing like this. <laughs> You've never seen that? I'm gonna look that up after. That's look funny. Um, but I walked out into the like because we got like a suite so Josh was in the other room and I walked out and he was like hi and I was like I finished my book (laughs) and I had like tears coming down my face but I absolutely loved it I would highly recommend it if you want a good cry and a good story like he had a good arc because he was kind of like a shithead after she died and he was like pissed off at the world because she was only like 26 when she died like she was young yeah and he was like pissed off at the world and how come this how come that you i know? mean how can you not exactly so i feel like it was a very realistic yeah grief that's, oh, story yeah. too that's what i love about certain romances like there's some romances yeah. that i've read that are very realistic and there's some that are not but like i like realistic read? ones <laughs> <laughs> did you see my update did you see when i read no. it no 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 don't tell me don't tell me i'll go look right now shut up don't <laughs> though are you talking about the fine print huh which one are you talking about the one that we talked about oh no no i thought you were talking about i literally finished the fine print today what's the fine print oh it's a romance oh hold on is that what it's called the fine print yeah by lauren asher yeah oh boy hold on you gave it a two bet They talked about that in the book? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does say adult in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I read that and I was like, this is, what am I for reading? People, for people <laughs> at home. Hmm. It says, she rated it at a four, but, or no, you 3.5 like, technically? No, I gave it a, I'm giving it a 4.5, but I took a 0.5 off. Okay, it says 0.5 takeaway for glue guzzling. You know what I mean. I thought it was so funny writing that this morning. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Oh my god, I don't go on Goodreads and like scroll. Oh I yeah, should. I love my. It's my favorite thing to do is to leave funny comments after I finish a book. Um, but yeah, I finished that this morning. It was interesting. I'm anyway, on it. <laughs> Did you? What was? What was your? I hate you. What was your favorite? Uh, you need to go look at. <laughs> this is why. My favorite? Yeah, what was your favorite? <laughs> I can't. Anyway. Uh, um, my favorite was Pack Up the Moon, easily. Interesting. Um, well, wait, wait, you read three fives or two fives. Uh-huh. 
Three no, fives. I read th- three fives. The housemaid. No, I, I I gave that a five, but that's not going to be my favorite for the month. Killjoy is really high up there, but I think I'm going based on the fact that I felt more from for a, yeah, Pack yeah. Up the Moon. Killjoy was just like a happy read, but it was also a novella that was like a hundred pages. Yeah, I didn't think. I don't know if I knew it was a novella going into it. Oh, you just so you I thought was, it was like a full ass book. Yeah, I was reading, and then it was on like page, not page eighty, but like maybe like. 120 or something i can't remember but then i swiped and then it was like sneak peek at a good girl's guide to murder or like whatever the first yeah that's the first book interesting i wonder how the series would be if you read that first and then went then read good girl's guide to murder second one Mm -hmm. third one um i almost like that i read it after out of after yes because it talks about all the people all of the people that you see and meet like at this point the two people that were in the first book that were murdered are technically alive or i'm pretty sure they were getting together like around the night that they died oh and then it ends i think yes because they like went missing by the end of the book and then it ends with her like foreshadowing knocking on ravi's door like oh. she did in the first book, being like, "Hi, my name is Pippa Fitzamobi," and <laughs> so it like foreshadows that. So at the time that this book is happening, either they just had been murdered and like they haven't been discovered murdered yet, or they're alive and they're about to be murdered. Dang, that's kind so of really freaking cool. And there's a lot of hints towards it too. Like, I mean, you read the first book, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I read the who first was, one. Who was the killer in the first book? Remind me. The sister. Spoiler alert. Huh? The sister. Her sister. No. His sister. No. It's a sister. I swear to God, it was a no. sister. It was a dad. Yeah, it was the dad. Uh, I'm getting just, something confused. That's that's okay. No, because her... I knew um, it was a family member. Andy Bell's sister had something like going on, I think. Yeah. I think that's what you're that's getting what confused with. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it was somebody's dad, and at the like end of the book, she's like interacting with that dad, and she's like, "Something seems off about him." Oh, and it's just kind of like you know, you know that something happened. Interesting. And I'm sorry, I just kind of told you part of the ending, but oh, whatever, I'll forget. But <laughs> you will forget, except for the fact that you won't forget that there's a fucking a podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dang, um, you had a good reading month, like based off like rating wise. Rating wise, yeah, the only like dud that I read was the Angel Maker, and that one was really a disappointment. So I was so looking forward to that, but we can talk about that one more. Oh um, man, when you get into it. Okay, well, that was one that I read this month, and I liked it a lot. I thought it was so, like, I know it was a lot, like a lot. And I told people, I'm like, oh, go ahead, Morgan. I just you, <laughs> thank you. Um, so you listen to it i did i did the ebook i did the physical and then the ebook with, like the audio with it yeah yeah did I you do the helped. audio the entire time yes okay did they have different narrators i can't remember i don't think Some so the... i don't think oh, so okay so i just think it was too confusing and there were t- way too many characters way too many different points of view for me yeah, it was a lot, but like I was with it. I was into it. Ugh. It was super and I think I liked cuz it was weird. Like the premise is weird and it's like brain fucky. 
like I how liked go ahead sorry no you're okay i was gonna say it's like i like that it's brain fucky and like how he was like it's like time and how nothing De- it's determinism. weird yeah it's really weird and i liked it that's what i was gonna say was something that i actually really enjoyed about it was this concept that they were revisiting but i feel like there were so many connections that the author and this is for me because i know you loved it and maybe i missed something like maybe i genuinely like since i read it and didn't listen to it maybe i skipped over something but there were so many connections that i feel like the author was like the reader's gonna be like "Ooh, light bulb and the light bulb didn't come on for me i was just like i don't understand who these people are what is happening there were some like fake people in there like their names were different and they were connected and it just yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about i'm trying not to say too much no i just came out yeah it's all connected and that's why i was like this is really cool and i love books that end up all being connected yes like me too i was hoping i was like i was gonna i think listening definitely made it easier for me to kind of like put it all together too because like I don't sometimes when I hear it instead of just reading it in my brain it processes mm-hmm. better. So that's why I was like I'm going to get the audio for, I'm going to try to get the audio for this. So I they approved me for it and then I freaking whatever. But we'll have to talk off the podcast about it so we can like talk talk about it. I, I really send, feel like I missed I should send you my notes cuz they're kind of funny. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I would remember the stuff that I read. Let me look at my notes really quick. But yeah, no, it was very interesting. And there was like fake people, but they were like not fake. And then like, it was like, you're right about all the characters. So it was a lot. And I was like, what? And then, yeah. But and their it, backstories, they had a, like very oh, in-depth. Every single one of them had an in-depth backstory that yeah. I couldn't keep straight. Like yeah. I genuinely probably, if I knew now going back into it, I probably would have like taken notes. That's what, yeah. And I think that as I was reading, that might've been why I, was okay with it because I literally was like typing like notes when something crazy happened oh. or like I had something in my brain was like, wait, is this what happened? So yeah. I, that's not, that's not the type of book that I enjoy if I have to take notes to keep it straight. Like that's also why remember, um, death on the Nile. There were so many fucking oh, characters. A, I had yeah. to keep notes for that. And I just feel like I shouldn't, it shouldn't be a project. It shouldn't be a project. I just kind of want to immerse myself. Yeah. And, I really think the focus for me was way too many characters, way too many backstories. And I knew that the author was trying to be like, hey, they're all like combined in this way. And I was like, huh? Like, I yeah, don't get it. Yeah. And I think it that, just didn't hit for me. Yeah. And I get that because I think I would feel the same way as you if I didn't have it being read to me. And I wasn't. Yeah. And if I did not take notes, I'd be Ugh. like, what the fuck is this? So, yeah. But I yeah. thought the determinism was really freaking sweet. I thought it, it was, was really cool. The ending where you get the pov from the from the person i don't know if it's the pov from the person or like the letter from gonna, the person there's yeah, like a letter to talk off, <laughs> off yeah there's stream, a letter from the person stream. and it kind of like goes through what actually happens it's really i thought it was really cool i definitely liked it better than the shadows right it's the whisper man the shadows and, and the angel one. maker yeah i liked it better than the shadows mm-hmm but it's very complicated. Every time somebody, I, somebody was like, was like, I'm gonna read this next. I'm like, be patient with it, because I thought it was really good. But be patient with it, because it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think 
for me, this one obviously was like the, my least favorite. Yeah. And the Whisper Man, it went the Whisper Man, the Shadows, and then this one, mm-hmm. just just because of that. Like, there's not really much else that I didn't like about it. I was waiting for the like big connect. Yeah. And if that had happened and like I understood all of it, then I probably would have rated it higher. But also the very last page, I am looking at my review right now, and um, two things. So uh the very last page i was expecting more like i thought it was gonna go farther than where it did and then it just went to the acknowledgements page and i was like oh okay that's <laughs> fine i guess and then i'm looking at one of my notes here and it says don't get me started with the plot holes there were at least two side stories that we just didn't get any more information on like why were those characters explored so much if you were just gonna leave me hanging and to this day i don't know what characters i'm talking about like i remember <laughs> feeling that way but i couldn't tell you what characters it was because there were so, so fucking many of them so many but they were actually like i don't even want to say anymore because it just came up but like yeah it's very interesting it's got an interesting concept it's weird it's very in depth i liked it morgan didn't so either way, I think, still give it a try. Like yeah. I'm glad, and I was excited when I got approved for it. Like it's Alex North. I enjoy his books, Same. so I would not say don't read it, but maybe go into it with the audio if you can, and yeah. just try and keep notes and like keep a way of like how everybody's connected. because yeah. that probably would have helped me. Yeah, keep track of the characters for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like the same way. Like whenever he drops a book, like when I saw that he was dropping a new book, I was like, fudge. Yeah, let's go. Yes. He's just like his writing so creepy and it's so good. Except for this one's a little complex. It made me feel like it reminded me of The Martian by Andy Weir, but like Mm -hmm. how complex it is. So. Yeah, I feel like too, because the very first chapter or like one of the very first chapters, it ends with like somebody trying to rip off somebody else's face. And I was like, God damn. I was like, wow. I was like, oh my God. All right. This is going to be a great book. And then it it just didn't hit for me. But again, that's probably, I probably missed something. And I also don't, I'm reading a book. I don't, I like to think and I like deeper meanings, but when it comes to like extra, like too many characters, that's when I am not like, interested. Blah, 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 brain melting out of my ears. Literally. Um, so I read a fuckload and I'm really sorry. And I'm not going to talk about all of them because all of them are not worth it. Oh, um, <laughs> So I read The Kind Worth Killing. I think I read that real fucking fast at the beginning of the month. Um, I feel like it was a quick read yeah. in general. I liked it, and I think I experienced what you experienced with hype books. What do you mean? Like, you it was it? good. I think I'm giving it a 3.5. Oh, I thought you gave it a 5 for some reason. No, I gave it a 3. I gave it a 4, but I'm doing like 3.5. Okay. So, so go ahead. I liked it, but I thought it was going to be more. I, I just, I don't know. There's something that was like, Morgan? Thank you. That's my way of not cutting you off. See? <laughs> I need to start doing that. <laughs> um, really quick. So obviously Mariah really, really loved this book. Mm-hmm. And I ended up giving it a four. At the same time, she read Razorblade Tears and gave that shit like a three or a four. And I was like, <laughs> right, is this my payback? Because I didn't like your freaking book. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't not good. It was just like, I think it was too hyped up for me. Like, um, yeah, I get that. So, but it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I liked that it ended in a cliffhanger and I thought it was really interesting. And I feel like a lot of people have already read this. 
all right spoiler it's been out for a while you should have been reading it already um so when they killed the man the main man character that you get introduced to in the beginning i was like whoa i was in i was like this is freaking sick and then we get to part two Mm -hmm. where it's the wives and i'm like these bitches are bitches i've had enough of these hoes oh my god (laughs) they were so catty they're both super catty and i was like okay then we get to the third part and i liked it right what was the third part again the third part i don't even i don't even remember the two wives being bitches so yeah they were it was just interesting and i was like when when people went on a character well stroked out i get excited my brain moves too fast that's what happens (laughs) (laughs) so when the author kills a character and like a pretty big character in the middle of the book i'm like damn what are we doing yeah so i was in i was in i liked it but it wasn't my favorite and i don't i can't even explain why go ahead okay um (laughs) i felt the same way so i was reading it and i was texting mariah and i don't think i actually pissed her off but she was probably like oh my god you're not liking the book that i really loved um i think because i was everybody gets that way (laughs) of course and that's why i'm like she wasn't actually like pissed off she was probably like oh wow really um but i was reading it and i was like this isn't really like doing it for me like i'm not interested because they're already like plotting her death like obviously that's what's gonna happen and she yeah. was like okay sure and then i got to that part and i was like what the fuck just happened yeah yeah and she was like I told ya yeah oh yeah she kills she kills the cop at the at the oh no she almost kills the cop at the end she stabs him yeah that's what happened let me tell you though this i did like it and this is why it's a 3.5 i did like that we get meet lily in the beginning and we're like i'm like damn this bitch is crazy like this bitch is crazy and then at the end i feel for her i liked her i started liking her i'm like dang mm-hmm. this is like you yes. made me switch my brain and i was like this i'm like this girl convinced me to like her and she's a psychopath manipulative because she killed a cat yeah man i was like i didn't this is like good. that see that's what like is like peter swanson's a really good author when you can like create this character who's like really you're not you're yeah. that's something no, in society you're yeah. not supposed to like and then at the end of this book you like her you like her rooting for her yeah. yeah it's crazy that's what i was like i wrote that in my like notes i was like dang i'm rooting for this n- psycho crazy lady oh my so God. i'm really and like when they were like um they're tearing they're tearing down the land in the back with the well and the bodies i was like I just guess I didn't put two and two together when it was like, oh, they're doing like this farm or whatever. And I was like, what far-? <laughs> I like put two and two together because everybody was like, oh, my God, cliffhanger. But if I read that just by myself, I would have been like thinking about it for a minute, you know, <laughs> just being like, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? OK. Um, yeah. So I'm very, very curious yeah. about the next one. What the heck's going to happen? Because holy Jesus. I was like, oh, Holy man, they're going to find the bodies. And she's, like, gotten out of, like, these situations. And I'm like, how is she How is she doing this? That's crazy. It was good, but, like, it wasn't, like, mind-blowing, which I thought it was going to be. It comes out on the 7th. Um, I went to Books a Million in Florida, and it was oh. there. And I should have bought it. it. No, because oh, it was $30. Didn't. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to get oh. this. 
Do you have Kindle Unlimited? You should get it. <sighs> no, I don't. I should. You but can I don't use like my login if you want. On my Kindle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. That's the only reason well, why. I need to get a paper. You... Yes, you do. However, if you don't want to spend $30 on it, I'll give you my login for Kindle Unlimited. I might take you up on that, actually. Yeah. Just save some money. I mean, it is on there. I saw. And you know what else is on there? The book series that we were talking about, The Things We Never Get Over, that's on there, too. Oh. The Lucy. The second one's on there? The first and the second, yeah. Oh, curious. I have the first Uh one. That's interesting. Well, then, yeah. Because that's how I, like, got. I wouldn't go out of my way to, like, buy that book. Yeah. Oh, but I did. I think it's. (laughs) Wait, no. I think it's, like, romance. Yeah, it is romance. Liz bought it for me and sent it to me. Ooh. Yeah. Shout out, Liz. Yeah, Liz is the queen um all right yeah so anyway uh i read a fuck a lot fucking a lot yeah, keep going keep okay going. i read episode 13 by craig de louis and it was like a paranormal ghost hunting book but it's really fucking not and it made me sad um <laughs> would you rate it damn i gave it a two i hated it i was so Ooh. mad at it but because i wanted it to be um phasmophobia in a book and mm-hmm. it's so funny because yeah. like it kind of is and then it just goes into chaos mode and What's i'm like the title of it episode what episode 13 um so like things happen and i think it's supposed to be a satire and deeper meaning behind it uh-huh. and i'm like what the fuck did i just read but anyway in the <laughs> author's note it says that he played phasmophobia with his son to get inspiration for the book. Oh, my God. Okay, that's kind of cute, though. I know. I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. If you read this book and liked it and, like, understood what it was, can you please tell me? Because I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, yeah. I got the audio off. Um, Script? No, off. Um, I used one of my credits. Oh, audible. Yeah, because I was like, I got, I got to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Then I read "Curated" by Nellie Wilson, which is a romance about um two people who work at they're two curators at a museum, and it was really cute. I gave it a four. I read "Blackout" by a bunch of authors, and one of the authors is the person who write "Hate You Give." Um, Angie Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Blackout? Um, yeah, it's called Blackout. One word. Um, so it's by Donelli. If I Donelli. Donelli. Is that Danielle? I think it's, I think it's Don Danielle. Um Clayton. I apologize for pronouncing that wrong. Um Tiffany D. Jackson, Nick Stone, Angie Thomas, Ashley Woodfolk, and Nicola Yoon. Um, so basically this book is really interesting. It's a YA, but I really loved it. I liked YAs though, but it's a YA romance. And basically all these authors write this one book together and it's like a bunch of different short stories that create one big story. And it's like when you write a book, like write a chapter or like a, a paragraph and then somebody comes out and writes the next paragraph and it continues the story. But it's, like, cohesive, oh, and it's, like, really okay. good. I liked it a lot. Basically, what happens is there's a blackout in New York City, and these romances happen because of the blackout. But there's also, like, deeper meaning to it about how, like, um, these blackout, like, helps you, like, being in this blackout help these people, like, truly express themselves and, like, 
really be able to show their true colors and like really understand their situations. Um, one of my favorite ones was by Nick Stone and, um, she wrote Dear Justice, which I'm really curious about. And Dear, Dear Martin. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen that. Yes. Um, she wrote about these two boys and they end up like, it's like enemies to lovers. And they end Mm -hmm. up like he, one of the boys has like a problem with like, like closed up spaces and they get stuck on the subway Mm-hmm. And it's really cute. And it's like the way it came together was really, really cool. And I liked it. Um, I gave that a four. I liked it a lot. Um, really interesting, like, way they put it together. And they wrote it during um, COVID. Oh. So it's really more interesting to see that they wrote it in COVID, during COVID and, like, how like, yeah. blackouts kind of get, you get isolated in a blackout. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, you would enjoy it, but like, it's not something that you should add to your like top gotcha. of your list. But I think that mm-hmm. that's a book that you would enjoy, even though it's romance. Interesting. I enjoy Angie Thomas's writing. So yeah, it's really cool because like it's different writing styles, but it's it blends well together. I liked it a lot. Um, on the theme of yo young adult, <laughs> I read Nick and Charlie by Alice Oseman, Oseman Osman, and um. It was a short story about Nick and Charlie that she just released. I did an audio. It was cute. The graphic novels are better. Um, okay. Then I read The Angel Maker by Alex North. We talked about that in depth. Um, I read My Grumpy Valentine by C.P. River, who is an indie author. I'm moving your face away from the microphone. Sorry. Thank you. Who's an indie author. Did you try those already? I did. Did you want to try it? Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, Josh. <laughs> mm, that's good. <laughs> finish it? Mm-hmm. All right, because I kind of have a headache from it, so that's, that's why. That's a solid 8 out of 10. Okay. Hey! <laughs> so sorry. I just texted him and needed water because I have not drank a lot of water today. I haven't either. Um. Anyway. Sorry. It's okay. Don't worry about it. C.P. River is a uh, indie author um, located in upstate New York. So, Ooh, okay. yeah, she's a romance novel. It's a grumpy sunshine romance about, but the boy is the sunshine and the girl is the grumpy. You don't get that a lot in romances. So it was really cute. Gave it a five. Um, then I read Here for the Drama by Kate Bromley. Another freaking romance. Stop moving your face i have to look, i have to look at what the author was sorry you literally are like answering the book all the way over here okay so so you just here for the drama by kate mm-hmm. bromley thank you for yelling at me of course uh, all the time so yeah stop it i gave that a four and then and shout out to book sparks for giving me that book and reading it i liked it and then my last book i read freak load um in the lives of puppets by tj clune Mm-hmm. so good mm. that comes out in april i'm not gonna say anything but what but did you rate it five obviously i mean yeah that was a given but just for people who maybe just listening in and not realizing your love for tj <laughs> yeah i gave it a five it was so good it was so it's just like his books are like warm hugs they're so good mm-hmm. oh yeah um well now i'm gonna read a tj clune book because we're reading it for the book club. You're going to hate it and I'm ready for it. <laughs> okay, but so 
the gamers that read book club that we shout out all the time is like we suggest books so like danielle can suggest a book i can suggest a book mariah like anybody can put it in there and then mariah who is like in charge of everything will break it up and be like okay here's the synopsis here's the cover everybody gets two votes vote on the two books that you want to read and then everybody votes and there's a decent amount of us at this point everybody votes on what we want to read and then we read whatever wins and obviously no like you don't have to read it if you like don't want to read the book that we end up picking um and so last year i suggested um addy larue because i was scared to read that and i needed an excuse to read it and guess what they fucking picked it and guess what this month i suggested house on the cerulean sea because i was like i'm scared to read that book so i'll just suggest it we won't read it it fucking won by a landslide like a lot of people a lot of people i was like okay i guess i'm reading it now (laughs) Which Danielle's been trying to get me to read that shit for, oh, for a while. I love that book so much. It's well, so delightful. We'll talk about it next month. Morgan's going to hate it. I can't wait to, for Morgan to rip it apart. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll love it. You never know. Maybe I'll have a change of heart. It's. We'll see. I'm like, you could go either way, but I'm like. I'm, like, I'm not going to tell you brain, anything while I'm reading it then. In my brain cells, I'm like, Morgan's going to hate it. So I don't like get sad. I won't tell you anything while I'm reading it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing at all. But get back to your books really quick. So what was your favorite that you read this month? Um, so I'm not going to count in the lives of puppets just because, like, that's an automatic favorite because it's TJ Klune. But outside that of that. That could be your favorite then. Fine. Silly. Yeah, that's my favorite. Oh. I mean, you could do whatever you want, but don't not count it because it's obviously your favorite. That's the answer. Yeah, that was my favorite one I read this month. All right. it's so good Uh, it's like this is no spoilers it's like alice in wonderland wizard of oz brave little toaster yeah it's like a lot of stuff put on together have you ever heard of brave little toaster yeah no i've watched brave little toaster but i'm just in my head thinking of like how all of those could possibly go together oh it's so delightful and like the humor in this book i feel like you we're getting more of him in his personality in these books because he's getting more comfortable with like writing to his specific audience oh yeah yeah yeah. so we're getting more of him in this book and i loved it because like he gets a little bit more like derogatory humor like like kind of like 12 year old poop jokes oh my god and that's right up your fucking alley yeah i love it oh my gosh it's so hate it it's so good oh yeah, there's a character. His name Ra- is Rambo, and he is a. This isn't spoilers either. You meet him in the first chapter. Um, he's a, a Roomba, and he talks. <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, you know what? His characters are like so creative and so imaginative. Like, remember when I said my favorite male character last year was Burrito Jerry? Yep, that's a T.J. Clune book. <laughs> Oy. Yep, that's what I read. I read one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine books. I heard you counting, but what did you get for your <laughs> I read nine. Would you nine? Yeah. I'm hoping that this month will be like literally last month. I also was in a reading slump, I think, for a hot minute. And then the housemaid took me out of it and then I kind of went back into it. I've been like weird about what books I want to pick up and what books I'm in the mood for because I'm like 
these books have been on my shelf for so long. Like, there's obviously a reason that I don't want to read them right now. And then yeah. I'll get new books. And I'm like, oh, like, I read Pack Up the Moon. Um, Hold on. I read Just the Nicest Couple. Oh, Pack yeah. Up the Moon. And I feel like there was another book that I just recently bought that I was like, I'm powering through the books that I just got. But like, look at all that shit over there. I know. And I'm now on the bottom shelf. I haven't been for a while. Heck yeah. I'm now on the bottom shelf and I'm we need to get a new shelf. But this year I created a giveaway pile of books that I just didn't. They weren't five stars for me and I'm not going to hang on to them because there's no point. Yeah, there's why do you need to hang on to those? Yeah, I need to do that too. Give them to my friends if they want to read them. Put them in little free libraries. Sell them. Whatever. Yeah. I need to do that, too, because, like, I'm clearly going to buy more books. Why am I keeping things that are, like, just okay on my shelf? Yeah. 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 But. (laughs) Toxic trait. Honestly. You want (laughs) to hang on to them. That's just what it is. It's hoarding at its finest. Literally. All right, Morgan. So we didn't read a book this month. We did not. That is the deal that has been the thing that we decided yes. to do for season two. We're going to read a uh-huh. book every other month. So this is our off month. Uh-huh. And we're so going to... the episode's over. See ya later. Bye. So we came up <laughs> with a list a long time ago of just random things we can talk about. Because we want to be like uh, Shelf Obsessed Podcasts. We do. Shout out. <laughs> we want to be just like them and talk about whatever and have fun talking about stuff. Um, uh-huh. So what's today's what we... topic? I no, was literally just going to ask you that. <laughs> Are you putting it on me because you don't remember? No, I know. I remember. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I, I was like, oh, no, you tell me. And you're like, no, you tell me. So I thought you really forgot. <laughs> no, no. You um, tell me. So we are talking today about our bookish pet peeves and things that just irk us about certain things in reading in books in the book community fucking everything listen and we're gonna shit talk this is so funny because i came onto the call and morgan and i had complete different definitions of bookish pet peeves so i think we can kind of cover all of them so danielle actually you described what you thought the pet peeve was because i don't want to get it wrong okay so like like just general book things so like i'll just say my first one just so like whatever so like one of my pet peeves that i have for like book things is when you go to a store and you buy a book and there's either a sticker on it that won't freaking come off at all whether you use like a freaking drill to get it off or like pliers (laughs) or oh my god they're a sticker that's in the design of the book cover that just Mm -hmm. doesn't come off it's in the printed design that's one of my pet peeves that i hate that publishers do that hate it like stop doing that why do you do that stop (laughs) so my interpretation was we were going to talk about things while reading like plot things that irk us so my first one was going to be too many characters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just thought of that earlier. But it's so true, though, because, like, you have to, like you said before, like, you have to take notes because there's so many characters. And, like, sometimes they don't even, like, reintroduce the character until later in the sometimes book. Sometimes they're like, just, yeah. Who the, who the fuck, fuck is this? Fuck is this? Yeah. yeah. But I think, too, so we can also talk about things in, like, the book community that bother us. 
things that happen while reading, like bookish, yeah, like a whole bunch of stuff. So I feel like if we go back and forth, kind of like we what we just did, we could like kind of cover speak a bunch of that. Of so yeah. like if you now it's your turn, you say your next bookish thing. And to be blatantly open and honest, Danielle and I are are not prepared whatsoever. So there might be some lulls yeah, and oh, yeah. silence. Yeah, <laughs> but like we might just bounce off each other, and that's fine because we just this is Danielle. The- Took a nap today and I just didn't prepare. So it is what it is. You should be used to this by now. Yeah, we're not. We're a prepared, not prepared podcast. Whatever. It's what we like best about us. Um, All right, my next one. And this is like the first one that immediately came into my head when you were like bookish pet peeves. And this is just me being like crazy. But... And maybe it's because I'm jealous because I'm not as like creative, but I am. I don't know. I hate when I see people drawing and writing all over their books. No, that's 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 a big one. I there are are people that enjoy like annotating their books, right? Which is great. Like you, and I'm not crapping on anybody either. But like, is. When I see that, I about lose my mind. I'm like, I just spent $25 on a card cover. I'm not writing in it because I make mistakes. So, like, I'm not ready to just draw and chisel all over it. Well, yeah. I I get that. And I can't even agree with that. Yeah. But, but like, if you're good at it and you find joy in it, like, rock on for you. You guys rock. Like, do you and keep doing what you're doing. But, like, that really, I see that. I'm like... I get a little like, I'm like, oh my God, why'd you do I that? Think, I think to think about like how often you and I just share books, let alone the other people that you share books with. Yeah. Imagine if I did that and I was like, here, Danielle, here. and I'm like writing notes to be like, oh, this is the person from earlier. Like, I'm you're like, going to see all of that and be like, okay, I wanted to figure it out myself. Yeah. Yeah. I just like that. I'm like, what the heck? I think that like the only time that I would try to do that is if I got a book from a little free library and I didn't spend money on it. I still wouldn't because what if you give it away and you hate it? Right. That's yeah, yeah. See, that's like there's so many downfalls to that. But like, so what do you do yeah. if you don't want that book anymore? You just throw it away. Like <laughs> right. Like nobody's gonna want. I mean, maybe there's other people in the like annotating community that would like it and would be fine with it. But like, wouldn't you want to annotate it yourself then? yeah 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 (laughs) you're so right (laughs) yeah that's one of my big things but like at the same time like i think it's like an internal jealousy that i couldn't do something like that so i can do want to like yeah you could do it yeah no i don't think i would want to (laughs) as someone who reads your books it would piss me off too so i'm glad you don't do it i'm just thinking of like borrowing books or even giving them away like if i read a book and i'm like you know what danielle i don't like this you'd probably like it give it to you yeah i just read it and it's annotated in but like you don't like that so now yeah oh my gosh yeah i just like i just can't do it like i don't know that's one of my pet peeves i see it on all the time and i'm like oh boy i wonder if people read it first and then go back and annotate it that's so then yeah that's so much effort you take all these notes and you have to go through all of it again i mean that's cool like if that's a project you like doing and that's how you feel creative and feel free and like get a little like 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 creative excitement and like it makes you feel comfy that's awesome Mm, and i think that 
yeah, it's not for me. I see that stuff and I like I get a little bit scared in the in when I see it. I'm like, oh my god, you're ruining this beautiful book. Honestly. So yeah, that was my number. Well, that's my number one technically because it was like the first one. I, the first one I thought of. Yes. Um. Okay. So I guess my number one is plot holes. And when mm-hmm. I say plot holes, I mean things that are just not true not realistic and inconsistent so i'm thinking of flicker in the dark (laughs) when there was so many plot holes and just thinking of the inconsistency of an author doing their basic research yeah like like if you're writing historical fiction you need to go research you need to be mm -hmm. accurate and even outside of that, like fiction, you should be as accurate as possible. Like it just shows that you're kind yeah. of being lazy, right? Well, even in, and I'm just thinking Flicker in the Dark specifically, because this just was so dumb that it pissed me off. But like she was saying how the character was getting their PhD. And oh, then yep, after their this. PhD, they were going to go and do their master's. And I was like, that doesn't work like that. Yeah. You can't jump from your PhD to your master's. And then I I did my research and I looked up to see if Stacey Willingham was like from a different country and maybe it worked differently in another country and she is not. So yeah, that just that. specific thing irked me and in Wait. one of the Jennifer Hillier books. Yeah. Yep. When did you get it as an arc or you got it from Book no. of the Month? Book of the Month. Yep. Okay. A couple months after it came out too. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um uh jennifer hillier her book the taco thing oh yep (laughs) the taco thing it just it makes me as a reader feel gaslit of like okay wait am i wrong or is the author wrong because you think as a reader in your head at least for me i do maybe i'm just being too hard on authors but you would think that somebody would catch that and be like hey no that's wrong like make sure that that's right because I can't remember specifics of what it was, but it was talking about this specific character's favorite taco order from like a taco truck. And it was completely different both times. Like it was like a taco with extra chicken and avocado and a little bit of cheese. And then the next one was chicken, no avocado, a lot of cheese and salsa. And it was like, so it was in a matter of like 50 pages. And I did my research and I went back the 50 pages to find because I was like, wait, am I wrong? Like, did I read this wrong? And because you never want to blame it on the author. Yeah. Like, that's Especially also something like why you're hiring yeah. publishers and like stuff like editors. That yeah. And editors to Everything. look through that stuff and like notice that stuff. So, yeah. That's a big one. I feel like that's when I end up shitting on books the most. When, when you there's don't incons- like them. Yeah. When there's inconsistencies and you can't even have like a basic, you know, like those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. I like, and that's the thing is like, that's what I appreciate about you is that you notice those things. I'll read, I'll read books. So I'll be like, lee, lee, loo, lee, lee, loo. <laughs> I don't, oh notice, I don't notice read, those things. Who read something recently? Um... Maybe it was Mariah and I was talking to her and she was like, oh, I didn't even notice that. What the fuck was she reading? Yeah, I don't ever like I guess I just I get my, immersed in the story so much that I just don't notice those things. But that's what I like appreciate about you is that you notice these things and you have an eye for those things. And I don't. And I'm just like, I think that's like a cool trait to have, but also kind of kind of bites you in the ass sometimes because <laughs> you can't really truly enjoy the story. 
I it doesn't really affect me too too much. Like if there's because sometimes if it's a little inconsistent and I don't know, I guess it depends because the master's and PhD thing really like if I feel gaslit, then I'm going to be upset about it. Yeah. But if I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Like that's a mistake. I don't remember. I was talking to Mariah and she was like, Author make, authors make mistakes too. And I was like, yeah, I'm not saying that they're perfect. However, I you, feel like that's you what you have a publisher. A and then, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you're telling me every single person missed that? And me, just some like Joe Schmo reader is the only one catching it? Like, I think that's what annoys me the most about the inconsistency. Yeah. The taco thing seems to be like a really big thing that they miss. Like, What's like if it's like it's like a random word in a random page, it's like accidentally yeah. misspelled. That's like okay, yeah, that happens. But like, yeah, typos a full happen. Miss yeah. Thing like that, I'm like, dang, yeah, I agree with you on that one. But I like I again, I rarely notice those things, and if I do, yeah. I'm like, whoopsie. <laughs> yeah. But if they're like a big plot hole, I'm like the fuck, hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another. Another one. Yeah, I oh, know. No, I can tell you a one. pet peeve of mine, and I hate it. So since I like have been reading a lot of romances lately, I've and like you know how like romances have tropes. There's your yes, grumpy yep. sun- sunshine, friends to lovers, enemy to lovers. So in a lot of romances, there's miscommunication tropes that are so <sighs> dumb. Mm-hmm. They're so dumb. It's like. Hi, romance authors. These people are late, sometimes middle 20s to middle 30s. I think that they can talk to each other. Like, just use your words. That's all you got to do. Like, that's how relationships work. You have to talk to each other. Like, say Mm -hmm. these things. I understand, like... If it's a YA and there's miscommunication, like, duh, they're teenagers or idiots. Like, that happens. But again, Mm -hmm. like, just talk to each other. Just talk to each other. Like, God. Like, I um, think. Sorry. I think I can. No, no, you're fine. I think I can also speak to this, not specifically at the romance piece of it, but I'm just thinking of the the dilemma by B.A. Paris Mm -hmm. of when the two main characters would have had there wasn't wouldn't be a book if they just fucking talked to each other because like the dad was keeping a secret that the daughter might be dead and then the mom was keeping a secret i don't even remember what her secret was to be honest with you but then they were just having like it was a mom's like 50th birthday or some shit like that like they had a bunch of people over and they were like i don't want to bother the other person with this right now and then the other would come up and be like, hey, is everything okay? You're kind of acting weird. And they'd be like, no, sweetie, everything's fine. Yeah. Like, there's your out right there. Talk to your fucking partner and say, hey, I think our daughter's dead. And you know what? Spoiler alert, she was. <laughs> Sorry. I hated that book so much because the dilemma was that they didn't fucking communicate. Yeah, it's like, there's no, I mean, obviously there's people who don't communicate, but there's no way that they don't freaking say this stuff. That's so illogical. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. It's like, and there's like stuff in romances that like it, normal couples would be like, bring that stuff up. They would say things like, like, okay, oh. example after I do, like, I feel like. You didn't even talk about that book. Yeah. Cause I read it this month. 
I literally oh. finished it March, so that's going to be a March book. But, like, in After I Do... Oh, oopsies. Sorry. No, you're totally fine. Um, In After I Do, like, if we went to a restaurant and Mike hated it, that man's going to tell me he hated it. Like, and now we're not going to go back. Yes. <laughs> you know or, what I mean? like, communicating and just being like, hey, I'm not really feeling this food tonight. Like, you could make up an excuse and be like, it hurts my stomach. Yeah. Like, if you're or I'm really not feeling legitimately, it. like, concerned that you're hurting the person's feelings, just... Like, you got to be honest. You got to talk to each other. Like, that's... And, like, they were together for a while. Like, I think you established the point where it's, like, you guys can say this shit to each other. Like, Mike and I say stuff to each other all the time. Like, that's just how it is. Just say things to each other. Ah! Yeah. It's like, talk. I can't can't wait for the podcast to hear you and I talk about that book. Because we already argued about it. Not like argued. We just talked no, we about, talked it. about we it. We didn't argue. It was argue. a good civil conversation. Not like reminders of him. That was a fucking brawl. Brawl. <laughs> and I'm never. Danielle and I are going to fist fight over that book someday. <laughs> this is, that, will, that will transition into my next, <laughs> my next uh, talks. My next. Uh, oh, my gosh. Pet beef. <sighs> I was supposed to be thinking and then I forgot. But that, isn't that a good one, though? Like, it's just, like, so frustrating when authors put miscarriage and they're mm-hmm. stupid. They're always dumb. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. I think, and again, I'm thinking of books that I didn't like and the reasons why I didn't like them. So I'm also going to think of um, No Exit and yeah. just think of, like, when authors use slurs and use, like, really descriptive, gross words that just are unnecessary. Like, even when you think of romance novels and they're like, never mind, I can't even say it. When they fucking... <laughs> Describe in detail all of the fucking boinking that's going but on. But that's the thing. It's like, some people really like that and that's okay. Like, go off, do your thing, but like... Shout out Carrie with Oliver. Carrie loves smut. I know she does. She, I will have to tell you off straight, off this about what happened with her it's nothing bad it's hilarious but it calls out some people on book instagram and i'm not trying to do that yeah 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 so after we're done recording i will tell you all about it but she's got a lot of sinning books on her bookshelf let me just say that priests and stuff oh well she's just got a lot of sinning books period and i saw she posted one today oh boy but yeah i just we were talking actually because i was gonna talk I was going to get her something for her wedding. <laughs> I told her I wanted and... to go to her uh, her shower this weekend. And she said, oh, it's this weekend? Yeah, she said, she oh. said, okay. I'm like, why was I not invited? And then she goes, okay, pack up your car and bring Morgan. <laughs> and I was like, perfect. Oh, I know. She's so funny. I love Carrie. We were talking about like her, like reading smut. And I looked to, because we were talking, because her wedding is like your birthday weekend, right? Uh, Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. It's in May. Because she, we were talking about birthdays, because her and I are around, like, a week apart for our birthday. She's in October, which I can 100% see that she's a Libra. Holy shit. <laughs> However, um, she, god damn it, I gotta find it. I was looking on, I was looking on Amazon for, like, smut reader things that would been, that would have been funny. And I found a glass. Did she tell you about this? No. I found a glass 
that said, oh my God. Oh, here it is. When I think about books, I touch my shelf. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and then we were talking about. It was so funny. I'm sorry. Hold on. No, you're totally fine. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, I accidentally. I, we were talking about our birthdays since they're in October. And I accidentally typed Cocktober. And we, it was funny because we were talking about smut. And she said, Cocktober. It's like Toyotathon for smut readers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try and get that made up on a shirt and get it for, for her wedding. <laughs> Carry quotes. Or it could be like a jersey. And it could be like Cocktober on the top. And then the number could naturally be 69. And then on the front, it would be like, it's like Toyota-thon first of what <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. Carrie, skip this episode. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh my She's God. a freaking nutball. Oh, remind me to tell you about that afterwards. I told her. I might forget. I was messaging her. This is the episode where we talk about Carrie. Anyway, um, I was talking to her and I told her I was going to slap her in the face for some reason. And she goes... She goes, oh, I said, I'll come drive to PA and I'm slapping the face. She goes, I'd take a bonk to, to, to meet you. I was like, the, fuck? the shit that she says is <laughs> fucking hilarious. She's so funny. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'd take a bonk to meet you in real life. I'm like, what the fuck? She's so good. Anyway, do you have one? Do you have a puppy? No, I still don't. I mean, the this is a, a one that you and I are going to agree on. It's kind of a cop out, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Dog earring pages in your books. Of course, yeah. That's, that really that's a given. Me. That was the one that I was saving when I didn't have anything to say, and that's <laughs> what I'm using right now. Yeah, I can confirm. That really bugs me. But, like, whatever. I mean, if it's, like, if I'm borrowing somebody's book and they dog ear, like, I'm talking the people who take their book. Oh, my God. You're about to destroy one of your no, books. No, I'm not. I'm going to fake it. But, like, they take their book and they dog ear, like, like heavy dog ear. Like, their whole page is just, like, <laughs> Yes. Like, make you a bookmark i can do that for you <laughs> right but if you have book of the month you get one every single you month get one every month <laughs> it's just that like i think it's because i want my pages to be nice as i feel like you should yeah i mean we're spending like 16 to 30 dollars on these books i'm gonna keep my pages nice if i can but yeah that's a good one it's funny. It was, it was my cop out. I'm still trying to think of another one because there's um, so many, but we just weren't prepared. So. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I was gonna say my next one, and I just and this is like me being a Colleen Hoover hater, but I'm gonna still try to like read her books. Like I don't want to like completely stop reading her because like there are books that I probably will really enjoy by her. You know, she's what I done mean? some fucked up shit though. Like I really can't get past the um. The coloring book. Yes. I really can't get past the coloring book. Like, that was such a really shitty decision. And yeah. she was the part of the casting for It Ends With Us and kind of fucking fumbled that big time. Like, yeah, Blake, Blake Lively, Lively is... I mean, I'm sure she'll do great, but, like, there was... Everybody had a specific two people cast in mind. 
and they would have been absolutely perfect and she didn't she just pick didn't them. didn't do and- it. Yeah. I was going to say like when I saw the casting uh, and I don't, I haven't even read this book. I don't know. I know what it is about, but like, I'm like, yeah, yeah I haven't yeah. even read it about it. And I was like, Blake Lively, what? <laughs> like, yeah. The and fuck? the person that they are potentially, it's not confirmed yet, but the person that they're looking at for Atlas, who is like the world's book boyfriend yeah, who like yeah, loves this love book. love him. Yeah. Is fucking ugly. No. I'm sorry if people and maybe I just saw a bad picture of him, but like Yikes. No. Yeah. See, that's like it's like gosh. But anyway. Um pet peeve when you make toxic things romantic. Like uh fucking your dead husband's best friend. I mean yeah, we're not gonna talk about reminders of him. You dirty bitch. <laughs> We're not going to do it. All right. Well, that's what I'm You didn't know when well, they hooked up. Stalking. Don't spoil anything for me. Fine. Thank you. Now I know November 9th has stalking in it. Thank you. <laughs> I will say, yes, I hear what you're saying, but I just need to say something specifically about It Ends With Us and that, which I know you're not calling out, but... And this could be my next talk, like my next toxic trait, my next your next thing uh, on here. Peeve. I am really getting sick of people who don't understand domestic violence saying that Colleen Hoover is romanticizing domestic violence in It Ends With Us. That is my biggest pet peeve with that book because people say that they're romanticizing it when Lily is getting the shit kicked out of her and she's like, I can change him. It'll it'll all be OK. Like, that's, that's what happens. Real life. That's, that's what happens. what happens yeah and it that is like the biggest i will go in like the comment section of someone who said that just to be like no like that's not clearly you're telling me you don't know anything about dv and that's fine if you don't like it's not like super widely known that everybody knows all that stuff yeah. or like yeah people have been through it but statistics one in seven women specifically have experienced some type of domestic violence in their life so I would hope that more people knew about it in the sense of like knowing that that's not her romanticizing it. That's actually what happens in a relationship. Like this is a spoiler ish, not really a spoiler. It's just something that happens in the book. And I know you want to read it eventually, potentially it's on my shelf and I need to, and I want to, because I would like to see the movie. Um, but he like kicks her down the stairs. Oh yeah. 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 He like throws comments about the stairs scene on the freaking coloring book. I'm like, damn, what the heck? Yeah. He throws her down the stairs and then like, I'm pretty sure at one point he like sexually assaults her too. Oh, and and then it turns into like, well, he's my husband. So that's, I mean, and that's what's like told to her. And then after he kicks the shit out of her, she's like, well, I just shouldn't have done that. Like I pissed him off, which is what happens. Yeah. And that's not like, Sorry. No, no, you you're ahead. fine. And to back up Morgan, Morgan works with this is her job. Like she understands. She's not just spouting this stuff out of her butthole. She knows what's I might be. No, no, she's not. She's Morgan understands this is what she does for a living. She knows the statistics. She's well informed. This is what she does. Thank you. So like she's not just saying this like she knows. She works with she sees it every day. So like it just that is, and when people say that that's just the reason why they don't like that book, I think that's why it bugs me because I know Colleen Hoover is just a polarizing person in, in the community. Mm-hmm. And I know people are like her, don't like her, whatever. And that's fine. I'm not shitting on you if you really just genuinely didn't like so, that book. No. So, like, 
with that, I think I know going into it that that like from especially from you and like you telling me what it's about and like knowing yeah. like being your best friend and you tell me these things like I would go into that knowing that that's not her romanticizing it. This is her mm-hmm. telling the story of this woman and like this is how she has this is what real life this is what people deal with and that's how it is in real life. Like yeah, but like the reminders of him and then the November well the November ninth thing. I was like oh boy. But yeah, but I'm not quitting Colleen Hoover. Like, I do say that, like, and this might make me a hypocrite, whatever. But, like, it's also me trying to continue to understand and, like, enjoy things that, like, I don't necessarily like and I want to give it a shot again. It's like, if I don't like it, I maybe there's something else that she wrote that I would like. Like, I did like Verity a lot. And, like, maybe that I've read more romances, I would like her stuff more. Maybe yeah. she's just, and I'm like, you know me, I'm not a huge romance person. Mm-hmm. Reminders of him. We've already had that discussion. And I'm not getting into it now. I loved it. Danielle hated it. She's wrong. <laughs> I'm right. That's what it is. That's just what's going to happen. I, I can't continue arguing with you on this. I'm going to die. I literally am. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. But that's just the one thing. Like Layla by Colleen Hoover kind of sucked like i didn't yeah. really like it um verity and then i read i read regretting you that one was just kind of meh people yeah. really like that book i didn't like i didn't hate it but it was just meh yeah i have um it ends with us and hopeless on my mm. my shelf so like i think hopeless, the next i think is like a smutty book is Great. it i don't know i don't know let me look let me look um but on that note this is a i'm gonna double down on uh pet peeve of mine so and I don't know, like, I know with Colleen Hoover, and I just found this out recently, um, back, double backing on her, um, and this is not me crapping on her again, but, like, other authors need to do this, too. Like, if there is a difficult topic in the book, they need to put resources for yep. these things in either the end mm-hmm. or the beginning. Like, it's just, like, for me, I think that that, like, will make... They understand that this is a top, like a topic they're yeah. writing about, and it's difficult for some people. And like, they don't, they might not understand that that's like this isn't normal. And like, what if like this book mm-hmm. they're reading, they understand it, and they're like, wow, I should really call this resource. You might be able to change somebody's life, you know? So like, if somebody's yeah. reading, it ends yeah. with us. And again, she has resources at the beginning of the book, and I just like learned this recently. She does. I. That's what um, uh. Adrienne um told me um uh, my friend uh, on book instagram because i brought Hold it on. up uh in our group of romance readers yeah she did look. send a picture there are resources i just don't remember seeing it i think she said i don't know if she has an ebook or if like the physical but there is i don't know if it's in the beginning or again so but not in the beginning but like again like uh yep resource it's in the back of the book yeah so like i think that's really important to have like a number or a website like i think that that needs to be more of a normalized thing for and that's kind of like a like a subtle way to say like triggers without saying trigger warning you know oh she has her headphones up Sorry, that took longer than expected. No, you're fine. You're fine. I said something and I was like, oh, she has her headphones off. Um, I said, it's kind of a subtle way to do trigger warnings without saying trigger warning, you know? Like, have yeah. the resources and then... 
mm-hmm. that's your trigger like i think too i agree with everything you just said i think too it should be specifically focused in like ya books yes because I you think about like on that. did you just say that no i'm doubling down oh i thought you said. said i just doubled down on no, no sorry no. um just because and i know that like not all teenagers just read ya books but i think that's kind of where a lot of teenagers potentially get their start mm-hmm. so if you're reading something that has triggers in it and then at the end like knowing that if there's a book that has like suicidal ideation in it or like bullying or anything like that a teenager who probably isn't going to reach out to anybody because they feel like they have no one will see those resources and utilize them yeah and, and hopefully that like, yeah. pushes them to go yeah yeah. I agree, too, with, like, everything that you just said, with it being in, like, all books that have trigger warnings in them. But I also, too, and this might be something that goes on to my next um, pet, peeve. pet peeve, but it still is still on the topic of what you just said. So I'm not, like, completely skipping over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you, because I just don't remember who posted this, but it was a review on book Instagram, and it was a book that had trigger warnings. Like some, I don't remember what book it was either, but it was a book that had triggers in it. And the person who reviewed the book said, um, basically along the lines of, I'm not going to tell you what the triggers are. You have to do that research yourself in order to read this book. And it was just kind of like, like telling people don't go into books without reading the trigger warnings, but I'm not going to tell you what the trigger warnings are. You have to figure that out yourself. That's why you're Which, a book Instagram or you're informing others. Right. And it was, I feel like it was somebody who had a lot of followers. So, like, one of the bigger pages. This was a while ago. Yeah. But that, I just seems was sassy. like, okay, you're not going to tell us about the trigger. Like, that's where you're, especially on your platform, if you have a lot of followers, be like, hey, so it ends with us. It was a great book. However, trigger warnings, domestic, domestic violence, violence, yeah. All the other things yeah. that are fucking in there. Like, that's what you're there for. You're literally helping other yeah. readers. Like, the people who follow you to see this review and like if there's something in there that somebody might not like you're there that's why you're there you're doing these things it's why you get the arcs it's why you get these arcs you're helping other people find books that match their reads yeah yeah Yeah, that bothers Uh me um i was gonna say like for an example of another book that like really should i mean she has trigger warnings but i don't know if she had resources in it but like the last housewife that like that's another example of a books that really should oh, the actually yeah. win said one that should ha- really have like pages of like places mm-hmm. for these people so like that's just another one that like so yeah i think too that's another thing that also yes it's on the authors of course however it also is on like the reviewers too to be like if you were struggling like here's trigger warnings here's resources yeah i don't put resources in my reviews maybe that's something that i need to work on if i'm reading something with trigger warnings but when i posted for domestic violence awareness month in october i think i put like the national hotline or something like that for like the country but i don't think i've ever focused on putting any other resources yeah yeah ever like that's not something that i've ever done i haven't either but like that's an interesting like thing to think about like if you're doing like the stacks for like awareness of mm-hmm. things like if you're doing a stack yes. like share yes. your source for your state or like mm-hmm. like your surrounding area that doesn't give away your freaking address but like yeah well yeah that's that's true but you could do like the national one because again my sole knowledge is on domestic violence but if you call the like national domestic violence hotline They'll ask the person on the phone, like, okay, where are you calling from? I can connect you to, like, your local 
So yes, like my see, job too, nice. yeah. we'll get calls from like the New York State hotline and they'll be like, this person called in, but they live in your county. So can you talk to them? And they'll mm-hmm. connect them to us. So if yeah. you don't know your local resource, you can call the national or the state and they'll tell you what that resource is. Nice. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And that's like something mm-hmm. good that like maybe somebody else didn't know. And you just informed somebody yeah. about something today. So yeah, that's like one thing that like, um, as people who read like heavier books, like, mm-hmm. um, I like farts and sh- sunshine, but I do pick up heavier books sometimes. Um, I thought you were just saying a title of a book was I like farts. And I was <laughs> like, that does sound like a book that your dumbass would read. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that it's like a, like a nice way to put a trigger, trigger warning without being like trigger yeah. this, this, and this. Yeah. Yes. Is that a pet peeve? No, but it's a suggestion. Maybe it is a pet peeve. Well, I think we're kind of like, we knew that this topic was going to kind of spiral out into other conversations. So I think that's not really a pet peeve per se. Yeah. But it's like a suggestion, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is because like, like I'm just thinking about like some of the books I read and I was like, dang, there's just a lot. (laughs) And I think again like there are books that i know are triggering for danielle that i'm just kind of like hey i know you want to read this book this you need to know this ahead of time before going into reading it or i know that you don't really like reading books with this in it just so you know this has this in it like without any spoilers like looking out for people and obviously like i mean you don't have to go around and tell anybody you ever talk to what your triggers and everything is because that's not if you're not comfortable doing that that's fine but like if i know that there's something that danielle is like about reading just for her own mental health i'm gonna let her know yeah and that's just like being a good friend and a good like person <laughs> if like yes if like you know like not a lot of people know like i don't think a lot of people know my specific triggers just because i haven't shared with everyone but like well yeah of course like, and like that goes for everybody yeah. yeah and like that's i mean there are things that i'm just kind of like i mean i feel like the only thing that i don't really love reading is smut and everybody knows that however there are definitely certain things that I'm just kind of like about, yeah. but not everybody knows that. So like, obviously share with whoever you feel the comfortableness with feel. Yes. And Danielle and I are very trusting and very understanding people. So if you need resources or if you need suggestions based on like, Hey, I want to find a book that's a thriller, but I don't want it to have like suicidal ideation in it. Can you give me a suggestion? You know? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what this platform is used for. The podcast. The pod. Yeah, we're always we're always open. We got our DMs either on our personal page or our, the Boost and Review page. We're always yes. there. Can you send messages on YouTube? On the YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Message on YouTube. It might take me 12 years, but I'll get to it. Okay, Instagram. If it's urgent, <laughs> Instagram. YouTube. If you can wait, YouTube. <laughs> Uh, do you have another one i think it's your turn technically or was it my turn nah um i mean i don't like typos yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's one that after a while like if it if it happens a lot i'm just kind of like all right if i see a typo the first time i'm like okay nobody caught that like and it just got printed whatever that's fine but if i see like five i'm like all right who the fuck edited your book and why should it why was it not me um i have a pet peeve and i don't even know if it really relates but 
Tell me. If the book goes to a movie or a TV show and it doesn't match the book. So I really, as soon as you were about to say that, in my head, I swear on my life, in my head, I was like, you can talk about book to movie adaptations next. Stole it from you. Damn. Like, yeah. I haven't watched it, but just for an example, because like a lot of people say, don't freaking watch it. It doesn't match the book at all. The one on Netflix versus uh-huh. the I one I still haven't book. watched it. Yeah. Like, why do you it's do not that? accurate? It's not yeah. accurate. And I really am pissed off about that because John Mars played a part in that. Not played, like acted. But he was played part a part of it. in. Yeah. yeah and he book. was like, you know what? It's not going to be exactly like the book, but it's still going to be focused on the person who like created this idea. Yeah. And I was like, like, but the book was so much better. Like, yeah. I would have very much loved seeing that on screen. And I was upset by that. That's what makes me like, and it makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Real fast. It makes me really nervous to watch Daisy Jones. Like, is Daisy Jones. Get the out of my head. <laughs> Get out of my head. I was going to tell you that I watched the first episode of Daisy Jones yesterday and it was actually decent. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to watch There's... it. God. Get the fuck out of my head. Yeah. I'm like, it makes me nervous. Because like, and then uh, I was talking to really freaking fast. It's so random, but it's like related to Daisy Jones. So my friend Jocelyn read Daisy Jones for the first time and did the audio. And she said, you know what bothers me is that the audio narrators were old because it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I was Young. like, wow, she, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. But like, mm-hmm. she's like, well, aren't they supposed to be like reviewing the life of the band and when they were younger and they sound young? And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Well, so. yes and no, but they're doing the documentary as they're older. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was going to say, too, and this isn't a spoiler. I just was very excited when we watched it yesterday because Josh is also into like 70s music. Just in general so he was like fuck it i'll watch it with you and danielle it felt like an actual documentary oh that's it's cool. so oh, cool so how they did it. It. it a picture like and i'm just i watch true crime documentaries but like mm-hmm. picture a documentary that you're watching and it'll be like the person is interviewing and like mm-hmm. for me like daisy is sitting right here and talking to the person recording it and then she's like yeah so this was about my life and then it goes into a dramatization of her life and then it goes back to like her the being band oh. and no, it switches over to like the band. And then it the first episode was really, really, really good. I'm actually really impressed. I can't wait to watch it now. You made me really excited. So. You know, what's so impressive about that whole thing too, is they made a whole ass album for that show. I know. Oh my it's God. So, it's so imp- good. Like I'm like so excited about it all. Like I'm going to watch the whole show and then do the album just because it will like like yeah. it's like watching a move musical and then re-listening to the whole album again because you like and then you get like the memes from the movie mm-hmm. yeah i am so excited to read that i mean watch it i can't wait it was the first i only watched the first episode um there's only three out right now and i think next they're gonna just do weekly episodes mm-hmm. um but it was very good and it's really like i feel like even after reading daisy jones and the six it was difficult to picture like and remind yourself that this didn't happen. Yeah, she ma- it's like I started reading she that book. She made it all up. I, yeah. yeah. It's like, dang, is this a real band? Like a lot of people, she and I think that I was reading in the author's note after and she says she even mentions that people like came up to her and were like, is this a real story? I had to Google it. Yeah. Like, this is a real band. Yeah. 
And the way that they made, I'm actually really excited. And for some reason, I forgot that it was like a documentary or like whatever in the book. But as it came up, I was like, because they start out like Billy's the first one that comes on. And um, I know. But after also after remembering that he was Finnick in the Hunger Games, he came on screen and I was like, because Josh asked me beforehand, he was like, do we know any of these actors? And I was like, no, I really think that they're all like, not randos, but like unknown people. And then he came on screen and Josh was like, I know him. Where is he from? And I looked him up because I was like, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> um, but Billy came on screen and they started doing that. And I was like, oh, my God, they're actually going to do it like a documentary. Like, it's not going to be just their story. They're making it as if yes. it already happened and they're interviewing them, which is oh, really cool. I'm so excited to watch the first episode. Frick yeah. <clears throat> so much TV. <laughs> I know. We just, we just, Danielle, started picking up on the season of Mass Singer that we left off on like a year ago. Holy, I would just not even mm -hmm. watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, but I want to watch the new season that just came out. Me too, but here we are, probably not going to watch it. I love Mass Singer though. You know how much I love that show. Yeah. Is it my turn? No, it's not. <laughs> also, it? we can end anytime you want cuz we are at almost 2 hours. Maybe maybe we just <laughs> leave it at that and then also if you guys have any like pet peeves oh or anything gosh. like that that you want like people should DM us and we can read them and like talk about them and be like yeah. do we agree? Do we disagree do we feel any similar way we should do that for one but, episode though like do like a few weeks ahead before recording and like yes, do like an yes, opinionated yes. thing or like and then talk about it via pod and then put it out yes we could yeah. do that that's that like down oh. write it down got it in my noggin no I'll write it no down. write it down <laughs> <laughs> i don't even have any paper near me um i mean you type it in the chat oh yeah type it in the chat there you go i'll just write it down i got it Anyway, um, I well, think that was a good solid list, and we talked a that lot. Was, like, yeah, I think too. We did all of that with nothing written down at all. So, yeah, I'm proud of us. Should so well. Hold on. Okay, sorry, I was just writing down the idea. Okay, I'm here. I know you are. You're fine. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I already forgot. I have a question. Yep. Real quick. Um, did you discover anything new, whether it's music, an activity, a show, a movie that you saw this last month, aka February or the beginning of this month, um, that you really want to share with somebody? Yes, actually. Okay. I hit me. Love reality television. Yes. We all know that, I think. Trash TV, stuff like that. However, two things. I don't know if I told you and Mike this already, but Josh and I found this show. I think it just came out. Well, it's just finished, but by the, when we found it, it had just come out on live TV and it's um the special forces. Yes. Yes, you did tell me about this. He <laughs> It was so, 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 so interesting to watch. And it's all celebrities. Like, Hannah Brown is on it. Um, Tully, tell, so it's on Fox, yes? 
Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think so. I think it's on Fox. So, uh, we watch it on Hulu. So, so give a like a little quick synopsis about what it is. I know what it is because I work for a Fox station. So. <laughs> right. So um, it's literally, I think it's 16 celebrities. So just to name a few, there's um, Dwight Howard, who's an NBA all-star. Let me actually look up the cast. Hannah Brown um, from Bachelorette. Bachelor. Bachelorette. Um, special forces tv show cast uh danny amandola who is a nfl star melanie mel b brown who is right. a spice girl hannah brown tyler florence who is a celebrity chef kate goslin who is john and kate plus eight yep she was fucking annoying <laughs> she was annoying dwight howard plus yeah. eight. <laughs> um dwight howard who's i just said nba all-star montel jordan who is an r&b star Gus Kenworthy, who is an Olympic skier. Um, Natasha Lukin, who's an Olympic gymnast. Carly Lloyd, who is a former USA soccer player. Beverly Mitchell, who she was in Seventh Heaven. Wow, they got a real good mix of people for this. Oh, there's, yeah, there's still more. Kenya Moore, who was on Real Housewives. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> Mike Piazza, who's MLB, mm -hmm. um, like yep. all-star, I think. Mm -hmm. Dr. Drew was on it. Dr. Drew, Anthony Scaramucci, who he was kind of a fucker. Um, he worked for Trump. He oh. was like a tr uh, Trump communications director, but he was fired after like seven days. And Jamie Lynn Spears. So random. like Such a random group of people. But it was so interesting to watch. Go ahead. I was going to say, that's kind of good that they did that because like, imagine if it was all athletes, you'd be like. Well, yeah. And let me tell you, are you going to watch it? No. Hannah won. No way. Hannah was her and Carly Lloyd, which I personally don't think like Carly didn't do a super great job throughout everything, but she kept picking up and like shaking it off and going on. Yeah. Hannah did not fucking break. Good. For she her. go. Off, I think you guys Brown. should watch it. It was such like, I mean, I think watching bachelor and bachelorette and seeing her kind of like growth yeah. after everything she's and reading her book. And just knowing all the things that she's been through, it was like a proud mom moment for me yeah. to be like, yeah, <laughs> go Hannah. No, she, so like she's on there as, as a pageant star. Mm -hmm. Of course, she's not going to make it far. It's literally so it's a bunch of Navy SEAL officers um, who are like special forces. So they've been on so many. Um, I can't think of the word right now, but they've done so many things like in war. Yeah, they've um, been kidnapped. They've been. What are you gonna say? I was gonna try to figure out the word, but I couldn't either. Um, and they just have a bunch of different challenges, like mental strength, physical strength. They have ones where they have to like the very first challenge was they had to fall backwards like this, out of a moving helicopter into the water, um, and they have to land not on like a belly flop or anything like that. And you can fail a task and still continue on. So, like, Carly Lloyd failed a lot of her tasks, but you, they don't kick you off. Like, it's not. Yeah. They're, mm -hmm. You're doing it for 10 days. You can voluntarily leave at any point. You just have to sit. And some people were taken out, like, medically. Like, so, there was a couple people who, like, got injured. injured. Um, or they're out in the middle of the desert in the country Jordan. So, like, the heat and the humidity and you're not hydrated enough and you're not prepared for that. Yeah. Um, but we actually just finished the 
show this morning. I was going to say it's basically celebrities Mm -hmm. um, doing a um, (laughs) doing doing pretty much army training. It is. And if you like if you like any of the people that I just named off, I think you should watch it because it's very interesting seeing them kind of go through that, too, because um, a couple of them were kind of like shitheads in the beginning and they're like, oh, this is going to be so easy. And they're like Navy SEAL officers that are not taking any shit. And they're like, drop down and give me 50 push ups, bitch. Yeah. Like, knock yeah. it off. It li- sounds really good. Some of the growth of the characters was actually really rewarding to watch, too. Like, a couple of them had like a difficult career and they come into this and they're like, I'm just trying to redeem myself. And they're there for 10 days. It's just 10 days. And while we're watching it, it feels like a month. They're like there for so, forever. Yes. I would highly suggest if you enjoy reality television. We just found that randomly. And I actually saw that Hannah was on it. That's why I wanted to watch it. And in my head, too. I feel so bad. In my head, I was like, she's probably not going to last that long, honestly. But she ended up winning. I was so proud. That's awesome. Spoiler. Dude. Sorry. Nah. Um, so on the topic of shows... Yeah, Mike and I are currently watching Full Swing on Netflix, and on the theme of golf, it mm-hmm. is a Netflix documentary about the PGA, and they literally, like, each episode kind of focuses on a few p- different mm-hmm. um, professional golfers, um, and it kind of goes through, like, what's going on in golf, and it's really shot really well and really cool. If you're really into golf, I highly, highly recommend it. It's so good. And, like, I don't know if you know what's going on with golf, but, um, nope. So there's the PGA. It's like the huge, it's like a huge thing. And, like, that's like the where people want to go for when they play professional golf. But this last year, what's, um, what's the other golf league called? Mikey. Yeah. So there's a last year, this other golf play, um, league in Saudi Arabia called Live Golf just got started and there's a lot of like issues going around with it and like there's a bunch of professional golfers quitting and going there and it kind of focuses on that and it's really Uh really interesting yeah so um interesting yeah it's really interesting like phil mickelson stopped doing the pga and he's now in live and like they can't come back and do pga tournaments ever after they leave yep they're banned oh they are banned yeah so it's really interesting you learn a lot about golf and it's like Somebody who isn't an avid golfer and knows a lot about golf can watch because they're very educational about it. Like, they explain, mm-hmm. like, okay, when you go into a tournament, there's, like, your cutoff line is on Thursday, Friday, and you have to play, and then there's a cutoff line. And they explain it really well, and I thought that, I don't know, it was really good. We're, like, wicked into it, so. Interesting. Yeah, that's what if we If you discovered. like golf, watch that. Sounds, that actually sounds interesting, and I don't even like golf. It's really like there's a lot of drama in the golf world like going on. So, um, oh boy, yes, yeah, petty so bitches. It's really good. So, um, I highly suggest that. And that's what we discovered this month that we're really into. So, yeah. Wow. Do you have anything to say before we uh, finish her up? Um, I don't think so. I'm hoping that I say I hope I have a better reading month, but I mean that in the sense of like reading more books, not like. The quality of the books because the quality of the books was decent this month i was gonna say you i feel like you lived a full bookish life this month because you had like good quality books you read 
Yeah, I Minus read the six angel books. <laughs> well, I was listen. I was excited to get that book, so I will just be okay with that. I think there was just a miss, like a disconnect. I think with me and the book, and that's fine. Um, I read six books. It just didn't feel like six books because. I read a lot before Hogwarts Legacy came out, and then I read two books after Hogwarts Legacy came out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I, like, read them all in the beginning. Hogwarts Legacy came out, and then I just played a bunch of games, and then I was like, ooh, shit. Like, I didn't read a lot. I and then after going read. back, I was like, oh, I did. I read six. Like, that's a good amount for me. I mean, but here's the thing. If you read one book a month, you're crushing it. There's people who don't that read ever. So yes, I think I whatever you that. read, you should be proud with. I agree. And that was not me saying in any way that anybody reading less books than me is. Oh, no, I know. But I was just, I was pumping you up. Thank you. You're welcome. I just feel like sometimes, I feel like six is average for me. So I didn't do any like different than I'm used to, but it just felt weird because I feel like I read The Housemaid's Secret, the second book in a day, like last week and then pack up the moon and then nothing. Yeah. But, But to be honest... I don't blame you because, like, if we weren't doing the things that we were doing this month, yeah, that would probably be me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm excited but, um, for my reading month next month. There's a lot of good books. Yeah. On. Yeah. I started, um, what the fly- fireflies know or something like that. Oh yeah, I saw that on Goodreads. I know exactly what it's, you're talking about. It's got an orange cover and it's got fireflies yeah. on the front. It's giving me crawdads vibes, Ooh. but not it's just very much like oh my god you got right yeah (laughs) um it's giving me (laughs) crawdads vibes in the sense of like their parents left when they were very young and they're kind of like raising themselves a little bit yeah um but i don't think it's going to be similar in any other way i'm only like 50 pages in just because i haven't been feeling like reading work has been super like stressful lately so i've come home from work late and and then i get home and i'm just kind of like i don't really want to read so that's also kind of where i've been at too yeah um you know what comes out this month what comes out this month the last carolina girl listen it's at the end as a net galley book did you start it i started it and i couldn't get into it and i think i it lapsed fuck no i I still have it did you download it on your kindle they never go away Oh, I don't know. I'll have to look. I read it on my iPad, so not on my Kindle. But if it's downloaded on your iPad, you have forever. Did you read it? No, I'm gonna. Oh, I did get it and I tried to read it and I got it and I requested it because it said like where the crawdads sing. Mm -hmm. But I was just kind of like not really feeling it, which is fine. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood for it at that point. But yeah, there's definitely a time and a place for specific Mm -hmm. books like I get that. I get that. Yeah. And I think that's what I've been also struggling with because I read a like romance ish sad book. Yeah. And a thriller. And I'm just kind of like, what do I want now? Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, um, yeah. Okay. I, we're talking too much. I'll talk to you after. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But these are very insightful things. (laughs) It really is. We'll just, we haven't been around for a while. I also haven't talked to you. I feel like, like face to face. I know. We are seeing each other's face. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't have anything else to add for the podcast. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Do we'll you? announce what we're reading very soon. Very soon. Very soon. We already decided. Very soon. We texted we each other. Morgan said, we're reading this. I'm like, down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So 
easy unanimous decision. <laughs> yes, I will maybe post that next week. Okay, I'll make it. Okay, for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything well, else? Nope. Where can they find you? Oh my gosh, we haven't done this in so long. I already forgot. Um, <laughs> you can find me at bookmorgs, b o o k m o r g s at Instagram. Where can they find you, Danielle? Danny Allreads, D A N I A L L R E A D S. Hey, ho! I said, hey, yeah, ho. <laughs> what has this been, Danielle? This has been <laughs> boost and reviewed. Oh Boozed and reviewed, baby. Yeah. See you next time for episode three. Be on the lookout yeah. for our next book and join us. Join us in the chaos every month. Sometime at the beginning of the month. Well, yeah, sometime. We're just, we're it's not going to stick to happening. like, yeah, we just had our, it's okay. It's all right. We're fine. In the true Shut chaos up. that is booze and reviewed, we're going to just drop them whenever. <laughs> yep, exactly. And you just have to deal with it. Yes, yeah, suck them up. We love you. oh my god is that what you just said as i said we love you oh my god